0: Here's how you fix Jedi Survivor, make it twice as fast. Intel making their naming scheme twice as confusing and NVIDIA giving you a GPU that admittedly I'll say is twice as worse. Let's get into the hot news, everybody. I'm your Brett host. We're gonna be going over the hottest tech news that I can find on the internet this Tuesday, May 2nd, 2023 while you enjoy your breakfast, And we're gonna start off today talking about Jedi Survivor because it's the hit game that Kyler has been loving. Isn't that right, baby? I'm so angry. They said you were loving it. Why are you mad? It don't work. That's true. You're playing it on PlayStation 5, even though I got you a 4070 Ti and 5800 X3D. Go watch that video right up there. Yep. Which Digital Foundry put out a video showing that the PS5 version, while it does have ray tracing and everything in performance mode, it runs at under 720p. It's ridiculous. So Respawn coming out and saying that they're going to be patching it. The patch for the PC went out yesterday and the PlayStation 5 and Xbox series patch should go out sometime today. The PC patch is going to bring performance improvements for non-ray trace rendering and the PS5 is going to fix crashing. It's going to have performance improvements across the consoles and all of the things to fix bugs and be slightly better. But allegedly the PC version has already received the fixes that are coming to the console. And so it's not quite clear how much this is going to fix or if Kyler's going to be able to enjoy anything at 1080p on a PlayStation 5 which is a 5700 XT equivalent performance why is it running at 720p the game doesn't even look that good i gonna scream. He's gonna scream, but if you're on PC and you're on one of the latest Nvidia cards, you might actually be able to double your FPS if you use this one mod, which admittedly isn't, you know, how you should always be doing things, but a modder who brought DLSS3 to Elden Ring, which happened a few days ago and will be releasing soon, has brought that tech to Star Wars Jedi Survivor. And admittedly, while the frame generation does get things looking a little wonky, like the lightsabers a little fuzzy and all of that, it does mean that the game is running considerably faster on pc potentially even up to doubling the frame rate with frame generation but it's used in conjunction with fsr2 instead of dlss2 it's using amd's tech so it's fusing them together to get it into this weird amalgamation of hey neato. You get faster frame rate, fake frames, but at least they're there. They're working this time. And it's not 720p like on a PS5. Kyler thought he was going to get away with it because he heard so many problems with the PC port that he didn't want to buy the PC version. So he bought the PlayStation version and now he's suffering. Aren't you suffering? It's still better, just also still bad. Thanks, Respawn, really appreciate it. But you know what's good and even better is today's video sponsor, Jawa, because in case you wanna sell your PlayStation and upgrade to any sort of version of a PC, Jawa's there for you because they're in the marketplace that's by gamers for gamers, making it so that you can either offload some of your excess equipment or your obsolete pieces of crap. PlayStation 5 is actually still okay, but you can still sell it there. Or if you wanna sell your old GPU, you can sell that to them. is going to be the place that you should go and you should trust when it comes to selling your old PC goods, your old gamer parts, or if you want to buy some new gamer parts, because they also have verified sellers so that you know you're buying from reputable individuals in the community. They have a commissions build program where you can tell them exactly what you're trying to play, what refresh rate, what resolution, and they'll partner you with one of the verified sellers to build a PC specifically for your needs. Good luck trying to play Jedi Survivor, though. They can't help you with that one until it gets patched. But they also have a great community with over 8,000 members in their discord which will allow you to discuss things like hey how do i fix jedi survivor i don't know hopefully somebody in jawa does whether it's parts you're trying to buy or sell a gaming pc you're trying to buy or sell or you're trying to get off of console for the rest of your life for good jawa should be the place that you should check out check them out at the link in the video description it's something that i really appreciate having here in the united states because we had a very similar service to this in south africa and the u.s desperately needs it kyler desperately needs a pc don't you buddy will you buy me one (laughs) you got it buddy (laughs) I'm going to check out Jawa just for you. And while Jawa makes a ton of sense, is a great idea and is executed well, Intel, on the other hand, just going for, I don't even know what, because it turns out with the launch of Meteor Lake, they're going to be changing their entire naming scheme. They're going to be getting rid of the name of Core I and be switching it on over to Ultra. So we're actually finding our first benchmarks for the upcoming Meteor Lake chips, which are supposed to be mid tier and lower CPUs that we're expecting. And this one is called the Intel Core Ultra. 5-1003H because Intel decided that they want to confuse everybody. It's going to have 18 cores on a I-5, not an I-5, Ultra-5, I'm already getting confused. Meteor Lake is supposed to be a big shift with Intel and according to one of Intel's press people, they are saying that they are thinking that this is an inflection point in their client roadmap and so they are going to be changing a whole lot. Brand changes are coming because of Meteor Lake processors, which the CEO Pat Gilsinger confirmed that this is actually going to be happening later this year. So it turns out that we're gonna have to relearn how we talk about Intel stuff. Now, it's not quite clear Whether or not core is still supposed to be part of the naming scheme, that might just be legacy in the ashes of the Singularity benchmark that we saw, but we could be expecting something like the Ultra 9, the Ultra 7, the Ultra 5, and the Ultra 3, because that's just what Intel wants to go with. It also looks like they might be changing their numbering structure to reflect a little bit more what AMD was doing with how they have the 7, means the year that it released in, and the next number tells you what generation it is. It's gonna get a little bit more confusing They've had the Core I series for the better part of over a decade now to remove it. I don't know. I just, I don't feel like that's part of the branding of Intel that has been left behind and feels laggard. Like, I still think it's a good brand. Core i still makes a lot of sense. Switching over to Core Ultra makes it seem like they're trying desperately to be relevant and not actually having anything to stand on. I actually think this is a negative move. But that could just be because humans hate change, and I... I just dislike it. Maybe it's just because it's new and fresh and I am objectively uh, wrong here. Kyler, what do you think? You're wrong. Really? Oh, no, you're right. It sounds bad. Okay. <laughs> let me know what you think of the core ultra branding down below in the comments. Well, I let you know that uh, Intel might want to switch things up, especially if they're going to be competing with the new competition that's entering the market arm, officially filing to go IPO over on NASDAQ. It looks like they're trying to raise between eight and ten billion dollars, which is a super dry amount compared to the 40 billion dollars that NVIDIA was supposed to buy them out for. That obviously didn't happen. So now they got to seek money from you and they're seeking eight to ten billion. What a deal. But you know who's got good deals just like
1: that for you? That's right, Reese. Yo, welcome back to Yifty Deals, bringing the hottest tech deals out on the internet. I'm Reese, and I couldn't think of a segue to the deal, so let's go. Because first up, we have the PNY Accelerate Gaming DDR4 RAM Kit. The set of 16GB, 3200MHz CL16 RAM is going for only $35.99, which is $46 off, making this an absolute win for any budget build. And then next, if your budget stretches, because we all know budget is completely subjective, then the AMD Ryzen 7 5800X3D is going for one of the best prices I've ever seen it go for. You can currently pick it up for only $350, $15.99 dollars 99 with the included promo code making it 133 dollars and one cent off the total price and just so you know we may or may not have released a video about uh involving this recently over the weekend maybe that you guys can check out. It's just good timing. And with that, the deals are done. You can find these and more linked in the video description down below. But until next time, I'm gonna hand you off back to Brett for the rest of your hot news. Cheers. Thanks,
0: Reese. But while you're giving us the good deals, NVIDIA trying to give you worse and worse deals. And I'm gonna staunchly go on the anti-NVIDIA train here for a second after we talk about something cool, because some modders on YouTube from Brazil have modded the RTX 3060 to be from the eight gig model, which NVIDIA cut down and gave us crap for, into being an actual 12 gig model. These are the same modders who actually brought it so that the 3070 went from eight gigs to 16 gigs. You should check out the video. We'll have it linked in the video description, but they added extra memory chips onto the RTX 3060 to get it up to 12 gigs. They had to change a few things to make sure that the memory bus width actually went up to 192 bits because it's slightly different than the eight gig version. But the reason they could do that is because the 12 gig BIOS already existed, so they couldn't just slap 12 gigs on it because it changes the memory bit width. But what they did see is 22% faster performance on it by just increasing a few things. So it shows NVIDIA could give you better, they're just choosing not to, which is exactly how I'm gonna talk about the RTX 4060 and 4060 Ti launches that we're now expecting, because we got details on the upcoming embargo list for this. Turns out that the 4060 Ti is making its way downtown to all of the AIB partners with this embargo timeline, showing that it is shipping to channel on May 5th. So in a couple of days, it should be hitting the companies like ASUS, MSI, Gigabyte, all of the companies that are gonna make the GPUs. They also have the AIC Press and Influencer seeding List submission, which had to be delivered a week ago on Wednesday, and I can guarantee you I'm not on that list because I'm about to say some nasty things about NVIDIA. You ready for it, Kyler? Oh no. So it looks like the 4060 Ti is supposed to be announced at the end of May and be on shelf at the end of May. This lines up perfectly with the fact that Jensen's gonna be the keynote speaker at Computex on May 30th. The timeline just seems to work there. It likely will be a day or two delay from when he announces it to when it goes on shelf. So maybe the 30th announcement with the 31st shelf date and then reviews should be somewhere in that time frame. which means that all of the reviewers who were actually gonna review this cards are going to be busy traveling to Computex, and they know that. So here's the picture of the 4060 Ti PCB in case you want to know what it's like, but we do have an understanding of what the specifications of the card are going to be, and I will just say that this is worse than the RTX 4070. This is probably beyond the pale for NVIDIA to do for several reasons. Number one, that embargo and release date makes it likely that these reviewers won't have ample time with the cards and it's only going to be larger outlets like Linus Tech Tips, where they can afford to fly people out to places and still have a dedicated team at home who's reviewing cards who are gonna be safe to review these things properly. But you got somebody like Gamers Nexus who doesn't have as robust of a team. You have two people traveling for work with Steve and then all of a sudden the entire ability to criticize this card is removed out the window. And part of that is because while it's supposed to be a fast GPU, it's gonna have 22 teraflops, which puts it on par with the RTX 3070 Ti we're expecting it to cost at 399, but there is so much wrong with this GPU. It's not just that performance, but they're also only gonna be giving you eight gigabytes of VRAM, which is fewer than what we got on the RTX 3060 and is the same amount as the RTX 3070 Ti, but it's slower coming in at only 288 gigabytes per second of memory bandwidth, which is worse than the 3060. And what I just showed you from the modders who were able to put 12 gigabytes on the RTX 3060, you can see a huge performance uplift when you actually allow for more memory bandwidth to go through. So Nvidia is directly directly stifling it. But just like I had a problem with AMD, when they came out with the RX 6500 XT and they limited the PCI Express bandwidth on those cards, the same thing is happening here. The 4060 and the 4060 Ti are expected to only have eight PCI Express lanes, which means when you pair them with a motherboard situation that isn't as ideal, you don't have the full lanes, you are going to get worse performance if you're on PCI Express 3.0. It's going to limit the graphics cards in ways that I think mainstream consumers will be more more likely to encounter because that's the price point that this is coming in at. This is going to be the higher volume model. So everything that Nvidia is doing wrong here is going to be scaled across more customers. And I think the timeline of the launch, putting it when everybody's going to be busy, preparing for Computex, putting it when people's attention is going to be drawn elsewhere to make sure that you don't have as much heavy focus on this card, even though this is likely to be one of the more popular ones, it just creates a negative sentiment in my mouth. I think this is a launched in the RTX 4070. I want to hear what do you think of the 4060 Ti. Let me know down below in the comments. I'm going to stop my NVIDIA brand there and I'll see you back here for more hot news tomorrow.